This is Madeline. And this is Cammie. And you're listening to the Communities That Convert podcast. Episode number 19. And we're talking joint ventures. Why two is sometimes better than one. Welcome to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cammie Hoiza. In this podcast, you will learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. You will hear tips, ideas, and advice you can use right now on how to grow your own community and provide value that inspires them to take action. Are you ready to get started? In our last episode, number 18, we talked about five ways to quickly create relevant content. If you have a community, you need to feed them content. Kimmy and I have found it helpful to create our content in batches like this podcast. Be sure to listen to that episode to get helpful tips. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about how to build your community using joint venture partnerships. So way back in episode number eight, that was way long time ago, right? We talked about using joint ventures as one of several ways to grow and monetize your community. So you can go back and listen to that if you want to hear a few other ways. Then in episode 13, our guest, Dory Clark, she brought up joint venture partnerships as a way to get a lot of traction really fast to grow your community. So today, we thought we would go a little deeper into the joint venture partnerships and how to use these to grow your own community. Does that sound good? Yeah, but let's talk about joint venture partnership. What is the definition? So a joint venture is a business arrangement in which two or more parties like us, there's two of us, agree to pull their resources for the purpose of accomplishing a specific task. This task can be a new project or any other business activity. Right. So it is a business activity and we want to go ahead and acknowledge that. But of course, for this podcast, strictly speaking, A JV is a legal arrangement, but for the purposes of what we're going to be talking about, we'll also refer to JV much more broadly as anytime people or companies pool resources and collaborate for a business purpose. Sound fair? Love it. Let's move on. All right, cool. So the first one I want to talk about is we're going to talk really about the kinds of joint ventures we have done. And one of the first ones that I've done is creating a new brand or product with joint ownership. And in the case of what I've done with texastraveltalk.com, which is an online travel website, and we also put together great travel packages for destinations such as Galveston this weekend, for example, we work with a legal contract and we've put together a legal contract between the two companies, my company, which is Zoetica and Fran Stevenson's company, which is Step In Communication. And we have an actual legal document that we got from Lisa Fraley. She's a a legal consultant, if you will. And she has these online do-it-yourself, basically collaboration templates. So I actually put that into the show notes. But one of the great ways for you to do this is to purchase a template like that, come up with a really great agreement between you. You may need to hire your own lawyer too, wherever you're at, and then make sure that it like meets all the local and legal requirements of your municipality or wherever you live. So by the way, I don't play a lawyer on TV or even on the internet, or definitely not on this podcast. But what I have found is that made it really easy for us to put together a legal contract that makes us both feel protected. And that really is one great way to do it. And even if you're great friends, which Fran and I are, we still have a legal contract because you never know what's going to happen. I mean, we talked about this all the time. What if one of us got sick or couldn't continue or we wanted to quit? 
And even though it hasn't been built up to something with like millions of dollars yet, what if it does start to build like that? So you want to protect yourself in advance so that you're, you have no misunderstandings with your partners. So a legal contract where you create a new brand or product with joint ownership. And we've done that by putting this together. And we didn't make a whole new LLC or start a new business. We did none of that. We're running it through our existing companies. Have you heard about people doing stuff like that? Oh, yeah, most definitely. But what I've really spent time doing is what we're going to talk about for number two is free webinars or podcasts to someone else's community. Now, I love doing webinars and I love hosting them for other people, for brands and, and, and entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, people that have a community, but want to have somebody like me come in and share my expertise to their community. So an example would of this would be one that I've done more recently, which is with Marketo. Marketo is a popular third-party tool for social media, and uh, they do a lot of things. Very cool company. I definitely recommend checking them out. They had me come on and do a webinar for their community teaching Twitter marketing. And the beauty of this is that you could spin this off to help you create other content with them. So what I was able to do in this process was write for their blog, which was amazing. I just asked like, hey, could I take this information and make a blog post out of this for your site? And it was a great opportunity to get in front of a lot of people to help build your own community. So I really enjoy doing that. And Cami has got to the point where through this webinar and this blog post, I'm actually going to turn that content into a paid course through my website because the content was so well received. That's great. And also, I mean, you can put together little freebie types of content too for that event where people have to give you their email address. So you can really build your list that way too and start to nurture new leads. So you don't have to have a big fancy contract with a whole new brand or company to start doing these kinds of collaborations. Um, and you worked with them directly to help make sure that you knew who owned the content and they were fine with you moving forward with that. So make sure you always check with the people that you're working with. And, um, you know, I also suggest from time to time, you know, having a speaker's contract sometimes so that it's real clear who owns what. Not always necessary, but certainly you might want to consider it. Well, you definitely want to ask. And what I did is I said, hey, can I take this blog post and put it on my site as well? And they said, yes. And most times we think we can't because we wrote it for someone else. It becomes their content. But as the author of it, most times these companies are okay with you using it as well. So you just have to ask. So I was able to turn around, put it on my blog. If you want to check it out, we'll have it in the show notes, but you could go to madelinesclar.com slash five tips. It was an article about five tips for Twitter marketing. So the number five and tips. But be sure to check out the show notes because everything we're talking about today, we'll have the links in there for you. Right. And also, if you um, take a blog post you've posted somewhere else and put it on your own blog, all you really have to do is add a little canonical link to say that it first appeared on Marketo blog. And that handles all of the Google issues that could arise with duplicate content. So I think it's a great idea and it's a great way to also um, have those collaborations. So the third way that we talked about having great collaborations is through creative collaborations like this one for the communities that convert podcast. And, you know, this is something that we're doing together. We don't have a legal agreement. We don't have a product. We don't have anything yet. Not that we won't. We're, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that coming down the line, 
But right now, what we really wanted to do was to come up with a creative outlet that you and I could work together. So if you meet someone or know someone that you just get along with them, that you really click with them and you have content that you can put together, I have certain expertise. Madeline has other expertise. When we come together, we have like a whole piece that we can put together. So want to talk about that a little bit and sort of how that came about? Absolutely. Well, you know, we've known each other for quite a while now through your Houston social media breakfast. And Kimmy, you and I have always had this really great connection. It seems like when we get together, we are so in tune with each other. We're always on that same wave of of the discussions we have. And when I was at the social media breakfast back in June, it was Kirsten Oliphant. We got to play the Kirsten Oliphant drinking game right now because let's see how many times we say her name. But Kirsten was your guest. And you always do the live stream onto Facebook, on your computer and Periscope on your phone. And I remember after the live stream, you and I sat down and jumped on that live stream and just started talking. And we spent about 20 minutes just connecting with the people that were there live and having a very lively discussion. And I'm like, you and I should work together. Like we seem to really click. And I thought, you know, maybe we should start a podcast, but it all started from that sit down on the live stream back in June of uh, this year, 2017. Yeah. And I think that those are the kinds of things that you should really be looking for when you're out and about and you meet people. Always be looking for, um, you know, how you can work with somebody else. Because the truth is, is that I think often we just pass over those opportunities, like it'd be too hard. I'm too busy which I am, and you are too. We're both very busy, but we're like, you know, we did not, I think it's very easy to say that, you know, oh, I'm too busy and you don't even attempt. Whereas you and I did not think about how busy, because we're both very busy people. We both were like, hey, we should do something together. What could we do? Well, we could do a podcast. I have a lot of experience with podcasting, so I could take care of the tech and this probably would not be time consuming. And really in the big picture, Cammie, this hasn't been. My other podcast is way more time consuming than this. This To me, this is an easy podcast that does not take a lot of time for me to do. Yeah. And so, and the same for me. And of course, communities and community building is something that are you and I are both very passionate about. And certainly you've built your whole career on communities and community building. And, and actually, so have I. So it made a lot of sense for us to kind of bring this to the fore at this moment. But at the time that you asked me to do this, I was launching Texas Travel Talk, plus running Zoetica, my agency. And we were doing like a lot of work and a lot of business this year, a little bit more every year. And so, yeah, you know, I could have said no, it would have been an easy no, but it would have been a very bad idea to say no to this. I'm glad you're open minded. You know, it was really interesting, Kimmy, when you had me on social media breakfast as a guest back in November 2015, I had video shot of that. And it's very good video. Like I think it was just my phone. And it's just been sitting on my computer all this time. And I really wanted to get it out on YouTube because I remember it was just so well done. You asking me questions about Twitter, uh, building your community on Twitter. I remember people were really loving it. They were tweeting it when we were there. And uh, I actually, believe it or not, last night, I watched the entire video. It was like 45 minutes long because I wanted to go back through it. I haven't sat down and watched it in a while. But I am going to put it on YouTube. But before working on that, I, I went through the whole thing. And, you know, it's so interesting because when you and I did this live stream video in June, we, we felt like, wow, we got a great connection. We should do something together. 
But for me to go back and watch this video of us back in November 2015, we're talking, you know, two years ago, we had that connection. I'm watching this video going, we were so in sync and worked so well together. It's like, why didn't I not think of it back then? You know, so really interesting how sometimes things come full circle. So, so the point is maybe first time around, you don't really notice with someone you're working with and that you have that connection, but keep an open mind. And at some point, if it really clicks with you, you may want to start a collaboration. Yeah, that's great. So always keeping your eyes open. That's a great tip. The fourth thing that we came up with was really another one that I think is interesting and sort of similar, which is kind of building a community with somebody else's community and really creating an add-on as an affiliate. So affiliates is another way to make money, which is not you know so much a collaboration in the way that we're talking about it as a joint venture, although it is a way that you're working with another person. I think about Marie Forleo's B-School a lot when I think about this, because every year she comes out with her B-School and she has a whole host of people that come out and promote that for her. Well, she pays them a piece of that. But what I think is interesting about the way that they do that is they often offer an extra thing for their community that joins with the B-School. So they take the money that Marie is giving them and they use it to reinvest in their community their time into that community, which I think is a really interesting way to do a joint venture where you kind of do some supplemental content on, you know, in, in addition to what other people are doing by offering it to your community. And the um, example I can give you of this is that about a year ago, year and a couple of months ago, we were approached by Microsoft here in Houston and they wanted to have a really great conference for women called innovation for women conference. And we were asked to help them to build the attendance for that conference. And so as I went around thinking about how to help with that, because we had a very limited amount of time, I thought about my social media community here in Houston and how I could make this something that would really be special for them. And so I offered a three-part mastermind called Growth Hacks for Women. And I was really blown away by how many people took me up on that offer and how that kind of exploded into a little community, like a micro community. Right now, I'm in the process of retooling that and re-releasing it as an online course, uh, Growth Hacks with the number four women.com. You can actually go to the, there's a little lead page. I just have a lead page set up for it that tells you kind of what it is and has some, has some testimonials from people that went through it. But what's interesting to me about that is that you can grow an entirely from scratch community from these kinds of, uh, of, um, joint venture partnerships. And so I find that really another interesting way to do it. And of course, affiliate, you get some money for that too. That's a separate and a side thing. But I think this other part where you grow your community based on that is a great idea. What do you think? I love it. I mean, you know, when you're doing an affiliate program, you're going to get a commission for every sale. That's how it works. And what better way to get your community super interested than you offering some kind of add-on to that? So I've always found it to be a brilliant strategy. And I remember years ago when Marie Forleo was doing this, just like what you were talking about, and she was promoting her B-School. And I remember like Lewis Howes promoting it and all these other big names that I'm trying to think of who else was doing this, where they were well, Amy offering, Porterfield, Amy yes, Porterfield does Amy, that's it, who I was thinking of, Amy Porterfield. Yes. People, yeah. yeah. So they will sit here like, I'm a big fan of Amy Porterfield. So she promotes the heck out of it and she offers all these great things. It's like, wow, you'd be crazy. You want to do it just to get Amy stuff. You know, it's almost like 
here's Amy's stuff. Oh, and you'll get Marie Folios while you're at it. You know, so super brilliant idea. I'm surprised we don't see this as a more common strategy, but it's a great one. I'm all for it. Yeah. So those are the kind of four that we came up with. We would love to hear like what your thoughts are. So for certain, we'd love to know if you have any ideas for creative joint venture partnerships, but our four, just to recap them really quick, were creating a new brand or product with an actual contract in place between two companies or two individuals, offering free webinars or podcasts to somebody else's community and offering some sort of doorway into your community, whether that be a course or a freebie or whatever it is you decide to do. The third one would be a creative collaboration where you create something like this podcast or a video series or some kind of product, if you will, that is an information product. And then number four was creating an add-on as to somebody else's program. So creating a a lanyap, if you will, or an add-on, do you want fries with that (laughs) kind of um, (laughs) offer that works with somebody else's offer? So those are the four that we kind of have done ourselves over the years. And I would love to hear others. I know that there's got to be a million other great ideas, but we also had some advice we want to leave them with. Do you want to kind of kick off that advice? Sure. You know, when it comes to joint venture partnerships, You don't have to go it alone. You can do joint ventures to help expand your circle. It's such a a great way to do that and look for ways to give before asking. So that's, you know, some, I think, great advice to leave everybody. What else? What other advice can we give? Well, one more thing I wanted to say is that sometimes you can also just do a test or a pilot project. Don't think that what you're starting has to go on forever. I mean, this podcast, we kind of started it thinking, let's see how it goes. I mean, At this point, I think we have a feeling of commitment to it. We were talking today that if we keep churning these out right on schedule, we'll be at 100 episodes by August of 2018. And that's super exciting to me. So, I mean, you can really make something amazing just by starting very small, doing a little pilot project and moving on from there. But yeah, I also want to go back and kind of emphasize that look for ways to give before asking because... A lot of people, you know, want to go and ask a big name to do something for them. But the best thing to do is actually to do something for that big name person first and prove yourself. And then they're going to ask you to do something with them because they're going to love working with you. So always look for ways to do that. And I know we weave that piece of advice in almost all of our episodes because I think it's a really important part of it. So we have a call to action. You want to talk about our action? Yes, we love action takers. So here's what we want you to do. We want you to come up with a list of people that you'd love to work with. You know, think about who would you love to work with and do joint venture partners with. Send a tweet or an email to both of us, to Cami and I. You could tweet us at Madeline Sklard at Cami Chat and tell us about one of these people that you want to reach out to and why you admire them. And, you know, the little hint there, when you do that and you tag them, it's going to get their attention. So this could be maybe the start of something. You, you can think us later. You know, we we're going to pat ourselves on the back because we're giving you a nice little strategy. Right, Kimmy? Yes. Oh, I think it works really great, especially if you use a really sincere compliment. We get a lot of things on Twitter that say, follow Friday and, you know, here's 5,000 people you should follow. And, you know, you don't get a lot of like, directed things that said, this is the way that you've impacted me. And people do really love that. They like to know that they're making an impact because if you're out here creating all this content, you're hoping somebody's using it and that there's actually an impact out there. So um, that's what we hope for you today. Definitely. And, uh, you know, we have a new community on Facebook and 
we like to keep the conversation going on over there and we share each episode. Plus we are got, we got bonus content. So you want to be sure to sign up for our email list. How can people get onto that email list, Cami? Yeah, you can just go to bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash and all in caps, C-T-C V-I-P. That is communities that convert very important people. That's you. So C-T-C V-I-P. And you can go there, just put in your email address. You'll get an invitation to join. And we would love to have you over there. That would be awesome. So sign up and come be part of this extended community over there where we have conversations. We'd love to see you there with us. And you can get our show notes at communitiesthatconvert.com. Please go there. We have very extensive show notes with all the links that we talked about today's show. Yes. And before we go, we would love for you to rate and review this podcast on iTunes. It really helps people discover us when they see your great review in there. So if you could take a moment and do that, Kimi and I would be so grateful. So thanks ahead of time. So that's it for this episode. Until next time, we'll see you guys right back here. Right back here next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, this is Madeline. And I want to let you know, you can connect with us on our website at communitiesthatconvert.com. You can get all the information in the show notes for this episode. And we also encourage you to visit us on our Twitter profiles. You can reach out to me at Madeline Sklar. That's spelled M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-S-K-L-A-R. And also to Cami. Her Twitter handle is at CamiChat. And that's spelled K-A-M-I-C-H-A-T. We look forward to hearing from you. listening to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza, where you learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. Stay in touch with Madeline and Cami through their website at communitiesthatconvert.com. Communities That Convert.